buckle your seatbelts. We're talking graphs and events and analytics. Hello, I'm John Reynolds, owner of Serenity Digital. I am Chris Bauer, director of brand and content development for Serenity Digital. And today we get to the GA4 and lots of other letters and numbers that we're going to explain thoroughly. Google has announced on July 1st that they will move completely to GA4, which is their latest incarnation, their latest edition of Google Analytics. Uh, John and I are here. We'll talk about what are Google Analytics, like, and what this means for you and what the potential is in the future, like what to do if you don't have analytics and what to do if you have universal analytics, which is the current version. I hope I'm saying that right. And then how you transition and why it's important and all that. But, John, I think for a lot of people, you know, we talk to a lot of people who don't have websites or they have websites, but it's limited or they're just kind of beginning on it. So let's nutshell, like, what are Google Analytics and why are they important to you if you have a website? Now, as a, as a quick, <clears throat> as a quick little in quotes, you know, disclaimer, like, get ready to buckle up and talk data. This is exciting for me and I'll dive in quickly, but like analytics is a tool, a free tool that Google gives you and it watches traffic to your site. Once it gets there, what it does and kind of what happens when somebody's on your site. You basically agree with Google to track people once they're there so that you can use the strong tools that they've created to see what are they doing on your website. So you tend to have it plugged in because of a web developer or your friend or your cousin who's created your site just automatically plugs it in so that you can watch metrics that happen on your site. And it's free. Yeah. Yeah, And it's it's a great thing. And let me add, and this is um, maybe not a satellite, (laughs) but like it is free. It's also important to Google because Google also gets those analytics that they're doing and that helps build their entire infrastructure of everything, of search and where traffic goes. And, like, you become part of the – when you have analytics plugged in, their little tag, which goes on your website, which says, I'm going to tell Google all about it, you're basically becoming part of the ecosystem of the Internet. And it's it's good for you and it's good for them and it's good arguably for everybody else because it's easier to find what you're doing, you know? Absolutely. In theory, knowing what somebody is doing once they hit, the, hit your site – and having uh, the strong structure of Google watching it and kind of sharing that information with you, it's sort of supposed to be very win-win and, and happy and healthy. And we love it. I love looking at analytics because there's so much that you can tell within what somebody does to your site, where they go, and how much time they spend, that sort of a thing. That is helpful for a web developer to say, is this website doing what it actually needs to be doing or is there places that it can fail? Mm. And so you can use that information to tell a story. And I think that's a key. I think that's a key throughout the entire discussion is like, what do you use this for and why is it important? It helps you kind of construct a story of users hitting your site. What are they doing? Mm. And I yes, And I think if you have a website and you are doing anything related to marketing or you're trying to sell something, I mean, it's an easy and free plugin. And, you know, you and I talked about this earlier. You can use it as little or as much as you want. Like mm-hmm. the tool's very powerful. If you use it just to open it up and look at the top line data, how mm-hmm. many, how many this came, this, you know, how many people looked at this page, how many events happened, which was spoiling of the GA4 stuff. Like you can see those top level things and that's it. But there's 
you can get much more detail in like consumer journey and like how different pages are, are performing compared to each other. There's some really deep knowledge in there, which you nerd out about, but the tool is important for people to have. So up until, you know, they announced it, they, they call it the, the analytics, the actual, the universal analytics is the one, the version that has historically been on pages. Mm-hmm. They unveiled GA4, which is the latest internet, you know, internation, and they've made, you know, some changes in it, which we'll talk about. And they said on July 1st, they're going to stop reporting on the original universal analytics. So if you want to keep getting data about your website, we want you to convert to this new Google Analytics 4. Correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. So what are the prime differences? I mean, I know there's I, this could be six hours on its own, but kind of what are the differences between the universal analytics, the old version and the GA4, which is the new version? We're pulling, we're pulling sort of a lot of the details out of this just because it does go in deep and we want it to be informative for you if you've never looked at it and, and so on. So there's a lot more to this, but mm. they basically have made it a little bit more user friendly in their eyes for somebody who doesn't know what they're doing to go in and see what's happening to their site. And they're really trying to focus on pulling personal information out. Right. Like you couldn't go in on UA, which is universal analytics and say, John hit my site. Right. Like you couldn't go that detailed, but you could infer quite a bit. And if you set it up properly, you could get a lot of audience metrics that like trackable information. They're they're ripping a lot of that out. They're leaving some little bits in there so you can see like, you know, men or women who are hitting your site, age ranges, you know, that sort of a thing. But it's more a lump sum of data like that. And then really, really, really the focus for GA4 is the what is somebody doing when they get to your site as if you pulled the mask over their their faces, right? So like if somebody was on the site trolling and, and clicking buttons and going to different pages, it's really just focusing on the events. They call it events. Somebody clicking a button, going to a page, spending time on a page. And you can kind of get really detailed in the information on like what one computer is doing there or cell phone or whatever. But it's it's a lot more pulled back as far as personal information goes. So it's just who's hitting the site and where are they going. Do you think that's Google being proactive? I mean, if we look at uh, – Society in general, man, the earth, people mm-hmm. are leery about being tracked. They're tired of, of, you know, and there's a myriad of things in the news, whether it's TikTok or the EU doing privacy laws or this or that, like people are leery of their information being tracked, whether it's like mm-hmm. personal identifying or just like general like cookies on, on, on websites. And it feels like the tide is going of giving the consumer more protection. Do you think Google going to this system as a way of kind of just being in front of it and saying, hey, we're being proactive to make sure that your information is really your information. I do. And I think that they're they're really trying to walk a line because this step that they're taking to use uh, the new GA4 is really just them walking it like sort of this gray area. They want to give you as much information of people utilizing your site as possible without the actual information of who. Right. Mm. So if they even if somebody denies trackers, like don't track my information on this site, they can still tell you, well, a computer landed on the site, spent 26 seconds looking at this one page, clicked this button, went over here, did this over here. Now, it's it's not tracking that person so much as just 
what happened in general and then accumulating all of the events so that you as the website owner could say, this button right here doesn't get any traffic. Is yeah. it in the wrong space? Should it go somewhere else? So you still have a strong amount of information to make a determination of is your site working the right way? And I think that's that's really at the end of the day what Google wants you to use analytics for. One, it's it's cool because it gives you the top level information of like how many people people went to this site. Both both mm-hmm. will do it. And it'll still give you that. It's not taking that away. You know, you if you had two different pages on your website and you can see compare them and contrast them but with ga4 with those events you can really you like your example get really deep in there like if you had two calls to action on your site and you Mm -hmm. wanted to really see which one was popping more and maybe like who where how they got to that one call to action like you can really get customer journey customer journey experience down and start really looking at how people are using your site, which you're, I think you're right. It's, yeah. it's important. So if, if you're a web person or a, a business owner with a website, which is now a web person, if you're a business <laughs> owner with a website and you've got university, the, the, the regular university analytics and mm-hmm. they want to upgrade to GA4, like how difficult is that process for them? It's not. It's, it's very simple. The walkthrough, you can DIY it if you wanted. Um, there's a couple of things you just need to click and you can even use your old universal analytics tag to kind of make it a little bit easier to set it up because if you've set up universal and it's already there, then it will try to manipulate that tag to kind of work for you in, and they have a very step-by-step. I mean, Google tries to make it as user-friendly as possible. And that's one of the things that GA4 is for, um, cause going back to how it's, helpful or easy for somebody to use like a lot of the reporting and things that you might have to build a report for are kind of already pre-built you just have to find and then set it up and then it's there and then it automatically starts pulling and watching whatever whatever event or whatever that you have so if you know where to go it can be very easy to set up yeah, you know what? I, and I, I agree with you. And I think that's the thing. I think where we would say, you know, hey, if you want to get more meaning off this, give us a call. Would be one of trying to set up ways to look at their website traffic in a, in a really powerful way, which GA4 awards. I, you know, I, we talk about this. I laugh about this internally. But when I first started Serenity, I took the Google Analytics certification, right? Mm-hmm. But like even in the GA4 now, I mean, dude, you and I, I do it. I won't speak for you, but I will, you open it up and you're looking for a graph and then you get two or three nested down in some sort of menu and it's, it's a deer in headlights for a minute. So I think mm-hmm. as easy as they're trying to make it, it's still, unless you're in it every day, like you are, or, you know, our, our technical SEO Heather is like, it's, it's daunting sometimes. So, you know, maybe we look at it like, some examples of how, what you could learn by using your GA4, you know, and one of them yeah. would be like traffic to the site and where they go from the front page, like where are they headed to? I think that would be a nice thing to set events up. That's pretty high level and something that a business owner would be interested in. Right. Absolutely. And the way that we tend to use uh, analytics for us, making sure that we're doing a good job is we tie it, we marry it with Google Search Console, which is something that we've talked a little bit about if you've listened to the podcast, because it's the other half of the coin to say, how are people getting there? And then how much time are they spending on a blog or a page or what are they inferring or where are they going? And in some cases, I've dug as deep as saying organic traffic has landed here, you know, from from Google, just from search. And now they're on 
any blog within the entire site and then how many people from every single blog that's on the entire site are taking some sort of action that goes to this one specific specials page, right? Yeah. Like you can really build a detailed flow, behavioral flow, information flow for from a customer point of view that says, is this track happening the way that I want it? How do I manipulate and change it? Is it changing something on the site? Is it changing content? Is it adding more? That's what we're inferring with this information is like, how do we make this more powerful for somebody's site to be more informational and answer people's questions? Because that's mm. the core of foundation, foundational SEO is what information do you have your site on your site? Does Google or other search engines understand that? And when somebody does actually ask the right question and land there, does it answer their question? And so that, that's what we're trying to put together. That's the puzzle in, 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 in its entirety. And we can use analytics to help us put piece that together. Well, it's a huge, you know, what, up on a service level, one of the biggest questions we get dealing with websites is somebody's doing something and they're like, well, I get people on my website, but my phone doesn't ring mm-hmm. or my, my form fill. I'm not getting emails or whatever. And this is a tool we can use to make sure we can eliminate the, Oh, like, well, maybe people aren't seeing this button or maybe it's not worded clearly or maybe it's not presented in a way that sees, you know, we can always look at it and have our take on it. But when you run something like analytics, you have data to back that up. Mm -hmm. You know, hey, I don't think that button's great. Well, look, nobody, you know, because of analytics, we can see that everybody got to this point and stopped right there. Mm -hmm. Like it performs all these things. You know, um, how does it work? He said it has the, the connection with the the search console if they're running like pay-per-click ads let's say you know that's something you can also see in in google analytics for yes Mm -hmm. yeah you can tie your google ads account to your analytics account and then you can be kind of watching the traffic and it's good you know if you have a an ads account one of the main ways it says to optimize your campaign is to make sure that ga4 is plugged in and connected and what you can do is you can look at who's clicking what ads and then it'll plug it all together for you. It'll say these clicks came here. They took this action. And if you create an event that is one of the conversion values of a Google Ads account, then it'll tell you, you got X number of conversions based on this campaign because we saw, Google saw, add, click to add, land on your website, click for the button, right? Like one, two, three, four. If you have it plugged in correctly, then you can see that. It's interesting. Yeah. So – if somebody is on Universal Analytics, they have no choice now because Google's moving to the new thing. Mm-hmm. Um, reach out to someone like us if they – you can't really break your analytics. I'm just trying to give people peace of mind because I know with the podcast we like to say, like, attempt yourself. And then yeah. if it all blows up in your face, you know, call us. But is there any damage somebody could do messing around their analytics that couldn't be fixed by one of us pretty quickly, you know? Not at all, yeah. I mean, even if you went through and did something – what would be called detrimental, like deleting your code off of your site or something like that. You might miss some traffic. But again, this is this is true for this, too, is even the transition over to GA4, you don't lose any of your previous history, right? Google is still going to have all of the data from Universal up to a certain point, which is July 1st. If you leave that tag plugged in there and then you don't switch over your GA4, like you will have you will see a noticeable drop off if you're checking your analytics It'll go straight to zero because it'll stop tracking, but you will still have that historical information. So Google's holding that for you. So it doesn't like disappear all of a sudden. So if somebody is, you know, they hear this and it's just all gobbledygook to them because we get a lot of people to do that, you know? Yeah. I mean, um, 
we've stressed upon the importance of looking at that. There is benefits for if you just looking at your analytics, even if you only kind of know what's going on, it can give you a good snapshot. Mm -hmm. It's a much more powerful tool for a marketer who has, you know, a way. And and we have in this podcast kind of kept a top level thing. There's all sorts of depth that GA4 can do that, you know, maybe we do a specialty GA4, you know, here's (laughs) how you can do this with GA4 in the future. (coughs) But I, I, you know, what, what, if there's anything, I guess we don't advocate for analytics because, dude, it's free and you should have analytics on whatever you're doing. If Google's mm-hmm. going to give you the tools to do it, you should. Is there anything left that people should know about analytics? You know, I don't think there's a choice, but anything that you can say to help them be excited as you are about analytics? I I just I'm excited about data because, you know, we've gone back to it a couple of times. It tells a story like it's the information of people going through and trekking through your site. Right. Think of it as like a road map or like a trail map or something of of a certain area of forest. If you just don't have it plugged in, then you don't know what people are doing when they get to your site, where they're going or, or, you know, is is this information helpful for them? This is one tool that you can use that's free. And there's a bunch of other ones that you can use as well. It's just that Google is such a powerful platform that it tends to be somewhat the easiest to really kind of pull everything through. So. You know, if you're not that into data and you just want to see how many people are on my site, how long do they spend on certain pages? You'll be surprised how quickly people jump off. Um, and, you know, where are they going? What are they doing? Then that'll help you to say, is my website gathering information for people in the right way so that they then become customers? Because if you notice that there's a ton of people hitting your homepage, but then they drop off and you're looking at the behavioral flow and they don't click anywhere or go anywhere. Maybe there's something easy that you just don't see because you're too close to your website, you know, like maybe you're not getting calls because your phone number is not clickable on your homepage. Or, you know, maybe people aren't looking at the top for the phone number. They're scrolling down to the contact us or something. And then that's broken. Like you just unless you are watching your site and watching your data, you're kind of just hoping that what you're doing is working. And wouldn't you rather want to be more proactive about it? You know, it's one of your favorite things to talk about, but maybe people were leaving, leaving money on the table that they didn't know they had. Mm-hmm. You know, what if there's you have a page on your site, one of many pages, mm-hmm. and maybe it's not a priority for you. Nobody cares about this. Mm-hmm. But you open up your analytics and you see actually a lot of people care about that because a lot of people went right to that page for it. That's yeah. something with analytics you might not see. To your point of stepping back a couple, you know, taking a couple steps back and looking like maybe you don't see it, you know. Without analytics, you can't see what people are looking at. If you don't see what people are looking at, how are you going to know what maybe maybe it can be good insight and good opportunity. Either way, it's really powerful. And if you add it to the suite of like, you know, the ads platform, the pay-per-click platform and the the Google search console, like Google gives business owners a pretty good suite of tools to do some really powerful things, you know, with their business. Absolutely. if you're trying to get into it, you know, please, like we always encourage on this con, you know, this podcast, like poke around and push buttons. And then mm-hmm. when you want to take it to that next level and you want to focus on a customer journey, or you see something that you question, what is this? Why, why does it look like this? You know, uh, John loves to talk analytics more than anybody else I know. And his cell phone number's up on the website and our contact information's up there. It's digitalbyserenity.com. Go plug it in. Don't wait until the end of June, because if he doesn't do it right and it's broken, you know, it, then you're going to be calling us. At a, we want you calling us at a happy. I want to do something more, not like, oh, my God, something's broken. Please come fix it. So <laughs> go take a run at that. 
Get a hold of us when it's up there. We would love to look at the data. And uh, thank you for listening to uh, this uh, episode of the Serenity Podcast, Peace of Mind Marketing Explained.